Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we normally get drunk and talk about stuff. But today was gym day, so I'm going to sit here extremely sore, drinking water, because, yeah, that's how I roll. But I'm joined tonight by somebody you know him, you love him. Zyberblood, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling all right. Just sitting here eating some nibs. Oh, I love nibs. I love, love, love nibs. I love, love nibs. I get nibs from work. That's how much I love nibs. I would get nibs when I wouldn't be at work, actually. Like, I would just go buy nibs, because that's how much I love nibs. I mean, before I invaded your uh, living space, I bought out a whole rack. <laughs> oh, Jesus, if I knew you liked them that much, I would have uh, I would have nabbed all the ones from work for you. You've been like, here are your nibs for your way home. Yeah, man. That was actually fun having you down. We uh, had a good time. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time. I had an amazing time. It was so much fun. We didn't drink. No, go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, we didn't drink nearly as much as I thought we would. Probably for the better. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Now, you were about to say something? Yeah, I mean, you you batted a a good average on like those uh, museums and the uh, escape room and everything. And yeah. oh, wh- where is he? Where is he? There he is! Yeah, the golden gnome. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Yep, he has a space on top of the tool chest. Noise. Yeah, so when uh, when Zyber came down, we uh, you know, I was, we were trying to look for things to do. So he came down on the, the, the Friday, and it was date night that Friday, and date night was literally happening. He was getting there just before we would have left for date night. So he th- thankfully, my dad was cool. He came over, um, picked him up, and he bought and Zyber all went around and he gave him the, the penny tour of uh, of Old Town Petersburg and whatnot. And, and then we caught up that night. But then the next day, we had uh, we had set up to go to escape room, a place that I often go. It's called Raven Chase or Escape Room RVA, depending on on how you search it. But they usually do a fantastic job on all of their rooms. And we try to go there for every single room. And this one we had, it was, I forget what the name of it was, but it was uh, the magician, the mad magician of something, something, something. But it was their latest room, hadn't done it yet. So we went over there and they've got this thing set up that if you go through the entire room and you don't ask for any hints, if you make it out of the room, the quickest you get a golden gnome. And Lex and I have been going there for years. Bot's gone. We've uh, we've taken, geez, Damoc, Shadow, um, their significant others. I mean, we, a whole bunch. We've just, we've gone there for years. And, uh, th- of course, Zyber's down here. And he was the catalyst that we needed. He was the guy. He was the ringer. He's the reason. And we got a golden gnome. Like, we actually walked away with a golden gnome this time. So... So Zyber went home with a golden gnome. It was awesome. It was great. We we beat the whole, we beat the time by I think almost a minute. So really cool stuff. And then we went to the tractor museum, which you know people like. Okay, if you're listening and you're like, oh wow, really a, a, a gaming podcast and you're talking about tractors, like well nerdy too. And I'm telling you, there's a bunch of tractors there to nerd out on it was super fun and then i didn't get to go to the edgar Allan poe museum because work kind of butted in but zyber got to go um and actually my dad took him over and he they checked it out and you said you said there was a bunch of stuff there i don't know what's changed though um i mean i've never been i mean there was a a lot of stuff that i didn't realize uh throughout his life and they had a bunch of artifacts which was cool um yeah 
It was definitely cool. I, I like the little like plaque they had as you exit out into the courtyard of all the theories on how he actually died. A lot of them involved murder. Oh, very cool. Yeah, he did die a really weird way because he just was found on a park bench, like just talking absolute madness. And I think he was in a, they brought him into a hospital for, I think he was there for a few days before he finally died. So I want to say he was there for a few days before he died. But yeah, yeah, so uh, it was a great time coming down. We ended up, uh, so we also saw Top Gun while you were here. And that was entertaining. That was a great move. I've actually, I, I've gone back and I've seen it a second time because I liked it so much. And my mother-in-law came down and said she wanted, she said she wanted to go see it. So I'm like, I'll go see it again. And it was as good the second time. Like I watched it for the second time. And even though I knew what was going to happen, I was still sitting there like gnawing at the bit, like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. It was definitely good stuff. But anyway, Let's kick into State of Games. State of Games is where we... Uh, oh, actually, no. What are we drinking? I forgot what we were drinking. Right. I already said I'm drinking. I'm drinking water because like, I just got done with the gym and they say you're not supposed to mix booze and then a gym day and dehydrate and then have to recover even worse. So I have not I have not done anything else there. But are you drinking anything this evening? I am, actually. I am drinking mm-hmm. a Hudson North Cider Company uh, Imperial Black Cherry Cider. Ooh, it's really good. It's nice. Um, you could definitely get the uh, black cherry in it and right. the apple. All right, um, it, it's like a dry ginger ale, but like apple and cherry flavor. It's really good. It's nice. Awesome. That sounds. It sounds decent. I say I've had uh, I've had several black cherry drinks that were. I've been on the fence about, but I'm always willing to try a new one. I like I like the black cherry flavor, the the little more um, deep flavor. So it sounds like I might like it. Uh, State of Games, which I almost I tried to get into a second ago and completely biffed. It's State of Games where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week or we pontificate how we feel gaming is today. Uh, what is your State of Games, man? My state of games, well, I'm still uh, going through some of my Pokemon stuff. Uh, um, what is it? I played Shining Pearl. I'm working on Brilliant Diamond right now to clear that out. Um, I've been playing uh, a game, um, a, a, a bloody game, um, a crafting game, Um a farming game, and it's all the same game. <laughs> Something tells me it's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, don't give it away yet. Don't give it away. We're going to keep it a secret. Shh. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Nice, nice. Uh, well, my city games is actually pretty easy. The same game that you were referring to a moment ago, but I've also I just got my Steam Deck, which. It yeah, just came Steam in. Deck. I got my hurt? Steam Deck. Uh, it it did for a little bit, but um, after after you know you get used to it, it uh, it's quite comforting. It's actually a little cathartic, actually. All right, all right. I'll <laughs> no, Steam, Steam my deck later. Steam Deck by Valve. Um, I reserved it back in I want to say July of last year, so somewhere around there, and it finally came in this Thursday that just went by. Got it, and of course, came in middle of recital week. So it got here. I got to stare at it, look at it, you know, touch it, and then promptly put it away until recital was done, or I got back the next day and had like a f- like 20, 30 minutes to start setting it up. Uh, it's cool. Uh, there's a lot of games that play on it, a lot of games that don't. I only have had one issue so far. The one issue I had is with Vampire Survivor, which is a game I've been playing, Uh because uh, God got everybody into this game. And now, of course, I'm into the game. It's a great silly game. I say silly game. It's a it's a fantastic turn your brain off game and just play. And they're, uh, you know, 15 or 30 minutes at a shot. And it's just move around. There's some strategy to it. You know, what weapons to get. But that's really RNGs kind of helps there. 
it's uh it, it's a fun game does a total homage to uh castlevania since like every character in it is from castlevania they're just named differently all the weapons in it are from castlevania they're just called something different uh except for the whip which is actually called the whip but in castlevania it's called the vampire hunter so i guess it is different so it's castlevania b squad it's it's hard it's roguelike so you know you you play through a level you gain gold and then you use that gold to unlock things which makes playing the next level easier there's different like things to unlock like at the end of every level death comes and kills you but you can actually kill death and then he becomes a playable character so there's a lot of cool little things in in uh, vampire survivors it's fun but that, that's the only game i've had an issue so far on the steam deck i've played a bunch of other games ace combat 7 project zomboid um uh, A couple other games that I'm forgetting what they are now because I've been kind of jumping around trying different games out just to see what they feel like but it's good it's fun uh the battery life is a little bit lackluster but there's an easy way it takes any USB-C um what's his face uh, battery adapter or battery thing that you can put on it so that makes that super easy the uh it's nice it's it's definitely better than I had hoped for. I honestly expected a, a full-on piece of trash that didn't do much, but the next version of it was going to be amazing. And I got to admit, this is actually pretty good. I bought the, the top-of-the-line version, so it was like 678 to my door. And I'm, I'm pleased with it. I'm very pleased with it. I, I, I would say if you can get one and you got the scratch pick one up it's it's worth the money to me now there's gonna be a bunch of copycats coming out there and then there's other people out there who have those handheld gaming pcs but i think valve really nailed a lot of the uh a lot of the issues so definitely get that but i've been yeah i've been playing um i've been playing vampire or not, yeah vampire survivors i've been playing it's just a bunch of stuff just trying to jump around ace combat 7 is really fun on it uh, and of course, I started playing Ace Combat Seven because I watched Top Gun twice, and yeah, I got to get in the cockpit and I got to fly around. Like that's just a thing. So judge me all you want; I don't care. It's a thing. It's a thing I got to do. <laughs> hey, it's all right. I mean, yesterday uh, I watched uh, the original Top Gun because I was like, "Oh, it's free on Amazon Prime. I'm gonna watch go. it." And this is right after you said, "Hey, I'm going to see like Top Gun again." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's a fun movie. I uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Our last uh, the last episode was on it, so I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely say go check it out. But tonight's topic was on a game that has gotten a great popularity. I think it's sold uh, 1.5 million copies so far. It's on Steam. It's uh, it's just like just like Zyber said. It's it's bloody. It's 1.5 million simulator. and one. Oh, 1.5 million and one. There you go. I'm that one. It, <laughs> you're that guy. You are that guy. This fucking guy. Um, so it's it's all those things. It's a, it's a building simulator. You you, you build up uh, you build up a castle to stay in. You can lay down seeds and farm different resources. Uh, and it's still in early access. It's V Rising. So. V Rising is pretty, it's a pretty straightforward concept. You're a vampire that's woken up in your, in a crypt, and now you've broken free of said crypt, and you are now working your way into the world. It's broken out into PvP and PvE servers. On PvP servers, there's, of course, anybody can attack anybody, and your castle can be attacked and destroyed. Um... There's upkeep that you got to do on your your castle when you make it. When you first get it, you really just can make walls and not an actual castle. You've got to continue to upgrade and go through. And there are bosses in it that you fight, and the bosses get progressively harder. There's different weapons. Um, I mean, God, I'm missing a ton of stuff. But for what is your opinion on it? Granted, it's an it's a it's an early access game, so. Take that, you know, with a grain of salt. But what's what's your opinion of playing V Rising so far? So far, um, 
I literally might have three ish hours in it. Um, I think it's very interesting. Uh, it, oh, two point four hours. All right. Okay. Um, I I'm not that far, but I think it's very interesting concept on that sort of open worldy sandbox build collect resources kind of kill monsters and level progression and all that loveliness. I, I think it's a nice blend. I think it's a very nice blend of uh, multiple types of game in one area. Yeah, it's it's got a, it's got a lot of things going for it, and I'm waiting to see because it is early access. So there's going to be obviously a lot of changes that are coming down the pipe. We've already seen some of them with some balance issues and stuff like that. Uh, all of the like the leveling up in it isn't isn't your traditional leveling up. It's all gear based, which I'm on the fence on. I I'm okay with it. Like, as it is right now, I'm okay with it. It does make a bit of a barrier when it comes to fighting some of the bosses. Um, like, there's some of the bosses that just have, like, massive AoE attacks. And they're just... It takes... Like, every boss in it, I think you can you can solo perfectly fine. But there is a definite... There's a definite advantage to having another person there, like a distinct and like it's kind of like going 30 miles an hour and going 120 miles an hour. You know, like there's a distinct difference in difficulty with having another player there, like just even roaming around and playing with just another single person, not necessarily in the same, like not even clanning up, but just playing with another single person that just happens to be roaming around and they help you out. It, uh, it definitely makes a difference. Now, how far have you gotten so far? You said you're about three hours in, so. Well, um, I got walls and a coffin. Okay. Did you get the, um, there's like uh it's a thing where you start your blood hunts. Yes, I yes. I uh I was able to farm enough resources and got to that. Um I have like maybe a handful of walls, like five walls up. I don't even have a closed area yet. Um I have the lumber thing, the blood hunt, uh obviously that uh castle heart thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's about it outside of my coffin. Have you made any mist generators yet? Uh, no. So mist generators are one of the things that I wish, because I, I don't think I have, actually now i got to check to see how much time I really do have in the game. Um, so I don't think I have that long in the game. But I wish mist generators were something that I invested in early on because I didn't because I thought, oh, my God, I need all the bones I can possibly get. I can't possibly use my bones to power a mist generator. Uh, I've got about 12 hours, just a little over 12 hours in it. And I'm telling you, for 11 and a half of those hours, I was not using mist generators. And I would go back to my walls and I'd go in and anytime during the day I would run in and I'd try to go do any maintenance in there or do anything. And it's like, crap, I'm standing in the sun. I'm going to get killed. Such a pain in the ass. Yeah, that sun so, yeah, damage is fucking real, man. Holy shit. Right? Right. And until you level up and you can get the cloak it and it reduces a little bit of the sun intensity, that thing will kill you quick. The thing so that going sucks that is, is exponential. It is absolutely oh, yeah. 100% exponential. Like, it'll hit you for 10,000, then 20, uh, 40, 60, yeah. 120. Yeah it, right <laughs> yeah, it builds right up super quick. But, uh, but I've, I, and that's the direction that they went with the game that vampires are destroyed by the sun, which 
some some games go that mythos, some games don't. It's it's really weird. But it makes it gives a new it gives a dynamic because you've got to stay in the shade. Like during the during the waking hours, during the uh uh during the daylight hours, you could still go out and hunt. You can do all the normal things that you normally do, but you've got to contend with the sun. The only thing, the, the one thing that I don't like that they're not consistent with. So, like, if you go to feed off of something and you're standing in direct sunlight, it doesn't hurt you. Like, the sun does not hurt you. You get done feeding and then you can walk off into the shadows and you're yeah, fine. Yeah. I noticed that I was feeding on a person uh, in a village. I was walking in the shadows and I stepped into the sun a little too much and I saw a person. I was like, hey, I want to feed, see what happens. I was feeding and it got up to like. 210,000 but the second I was done feeding there was no shadow and I was dead yeah see that didn't happen for me it almost stopped like right there where it was and then as soon as I was done feeding it just I walked off into the shadows and I was done Um, another thing in the game that I definitely I wish I cottoned on to earlier and really it's stupid obvious and I feel feel it's it's almost embarrassing to admit but the different weapons like the axe the mace um, the sword all work differently and depending on the resource that you're trying to mine or trying to get it works differently like if you use a mace against stone you'll get more stone out of it if you use a sword against plants you'll get more plant fiber an axe on a tree you get more lumber so I mean, I wish I cottoned on to that earlier too. I think I was I was probably four to five hours in before I did that. I was just walking around with one weapon and just re- basically whatever my highest weapon was. So when I went to when I finally got a copper weapon, I was basically using the same copper weapon and just using it on everything. And I'm like, God, I'm really not getting that many resources. Well, then I'm glad I uh, took that into account early on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I mean, it's I, like it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, I, I saw that as a thing. Like, okay, you got trees, you got stone, you got plants. I just figured, okay, like any other sandbox farming, probably do better using certain things against certain items. Like, you know, you see a big boulder that you can actually farm. You might want to use something that bashes it. Yeah, like. And as I said, it's so obvious thinking back on it, like, of course, like, why would they give you a mace? I was actually going down the route that the mace, the different weapons worked differently against enemies. So, like, if you're running against a skeleton, a mace would, of course, work better because it's bashing and a skeleton doesn't really have any flesh to cut. So a spear, a sword, an axe really wouldn't do much because, well, it's a skeleton. And you get something big and meaty, you're like, oh, okay, well, I can... I, I can axe this thing to death, or, or if I'm going against humanoid enemies, yeah, hey, a sword is much easier. If I'm going against animals, you know, an axe might work easier. I, you know, I was going down that route, but no, I was very wrong. I mean, I figured the same thing with the crossbow that you can get in the game. It's like, okay, that crossbow, I think, hunting, so more leather, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah, have you fought any of the uh, the golems or the, the treants? Oh my god, yes. I, I came across one of those uh, fucking stone golem things. Wrecked my shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't... Uh, I thought that they were going to be more... Like, I thought there was going to be more for killing them because they're kind of like a mini boss i thought that there was going to be like more reward for killing them it really isn't now they give you just some like if it's a, t- a tree and gives you a little bit more wood and it drops some other like really measly things other than big and the same way with a golem or at least it didn't when i was killing them it just drops a bunch of stone the one thing that i did find when fighting the golems is if you're around a bunch of trees you can actually kind of trick the golem into knocking them down and you can then just go pick up the lumber or anything else that's around. So if there's trees, if there's copper, whatever, you just you kind of roam around and let him slam the ground around you, and then you just go pick up the stuff that is there. Makes it super easy. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny. It saved me at one point because I had a big uh, mob of humans that were chasing me 
that I ran into on the road, I ran into that. I was like, oh, great. Now this is after me. So I try to duck through some trees, and it slams down, knocks the humanoids on their asses, and some of them are, like, pretty much shot down dead right there. <laughs> he takes out that little squad, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I could get this. Nope. Nope. Bad idea. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of different, like, weapon combos and things that make life easier. So, like, I found with the crossbow, because once you level up the crossbow, once you level up any weapon, I think, to copper, it gets a second attack, like a, a super ability or whatever. So, you press Q key, and it gives you a secondary attack. And I'm assuming if you level, keep leveling it up to, like, iron and whatnot, it'll eventually get a third attack. But the uh, second attack for the crossbow is you shoot up in the air and then just, like, barrage in a circle around them. And it's really cool because you can... Using that and then your spells, you can get a lot of damage done to an enemy from far away and not have to engage so closely. And then you can just run around in circles and just keep doing those bombardments of stuff at them. And it uh, it's worked out fairly well for a couple of bosses now. I think that's going to be my go-to strat for a while until I find uh, maybe some better weapons or more powerful weapons. Yeah, my uh, issue right now is finding leather. I got hide. Mm. I got plenty of hide, but I can't find any leather. Have you made a tannery yet? Uh, no. Look into what resources you need to make a tannery, and if you haven't, uh, if you haven't gotten the what's his face for it yet, if you haven't gotten the um, the craft brain melting, the yeah, the recipe. Thank you. Whew, it's been a long day, man. Uh, if you haven't found the recipe yet, then it's probably something you got to go kill to get the tannery. All right. Yeah, you gotta let me know what server you're on and when you're when you play. I'll jump on and uh, I'll jump on and help out. I mean, I'll be restarting, but I don't care. I'm assuming you're PVE. Yeah, PVE solo. Oh, you're doing PVE solo. Yeah, well, I don't know. I wonder if you, I wonder if you can open up your game and I can join in or not. Interesting. Now I have to find out. Now V Rising is definitely fun. Um, I don't know what are, what are the equips you got on it. Anything else that's uh, that's sticking out to you? Um, well, the the thing that I noticed is uh, I get a very um if uh Blood Omen Legacy of Cain was Stardew Valley vibe from it. Oh yeah, and I enjoy it. I think I, I I'm enjoying it a little too much right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's sort of a yeah, not sort of. It's definitely an addicting game once you start getting into the swing of it. Um, my only thing is, which I usually don't mind, but on this I do because for whatever reason, maybe it's because well, I'm using a three monitor system. Um, when I'm trying to scroll, my mouse ends up on a different screen and then I'm like trying to move and then I look in discord or something and it's like, Oh, W A S D D D D D D W O O, you know, <laughs> all these other like yep. things. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's why nothing was working. I'll be excited when they add in proper controller support for this. Cause this yeah. game just really feels like it, like it's. It's gonna be like it, it feels like it's it's made for a controller. Yeah, um, I was I was kind of hoping my uh, controller would work for it. Um, only because my might... hands don't really cramp as much using a controller these days. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just getting old. Yeah, I'm I'm just getting to the point where I'm telling people to get off my lawn. I'm trying to see if I can find. Oh, there's. I did get the stuff. the expansion thing for it too, when I got it. Oh, the extra the extra skin stuff. The, yeah, the Vlad. Yeah, I picked that up as yep. well. I was like, like that was why not? I'll I'll throw the fifty six whatever to it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm all for. I am all for supporting companies that make a good game. When I saw this. I looked at it, I'm like, this really, like, I bought, it came out, I think, May 17th. 
And when I saw it, I was like, this looks fun. I'm like, I'm looking for a fun game. And I thought it was single player at the time. I thought it was only single player at the time. It's like, this looks like a fun game. This looks like a game I will enjoy. So you know what? I'm pulling the trigger. I'm going to pick this up. And I went, I'm going to go whole hog. Like, you know, I I can right now. So I'm going to go whole hog on this. And I bought the, the, whatever, the deluxe edition or whatever. And I got to say, I'm, I'm not, I am not disappointed. I am pleasantly pleased at the game that it is there. And if it continues, like they keep supporting it and it keeps getting more and more stuff to it, I'm going to be really excited. The only thing I'll be disappointed at is that they've got a great base game right now. That's got fun mechanics. If they start to make it overly complicated, like fallout four, like fallout three was really fun. Very like, the mechanics were easy to get your head around and there was enough to it. There was enough meat on the bone to really get into it. Then Fallout 4, they started adding base building and all this other stuff. And it's like, wow, now you're making this more complicated than it really has to be. Not that the base building wasn't fun, just way more complicated than it needs to be. So that's my fear, being in early access. Yeah, my fear is something similar to that as well. Um, I bought into... Uh, Starbound early on from mm-hmm. like green light project when it finally reached uh steam um right on through and with each innovation of it uh there were build dumps um the f- first run in beta had uh let's see three or four uh, build dumps to where it like erased everything you had and mm. you had to start over because, well, they rewrote the game a bit. And then in this current state, when they stopped doing those dumps and they added in all the story and extra uh, beings that you could be and a bunch of other stuff, let alone uh, full support within the uh, Steam Workshop without having to use any kind of uh, um, uh, mod engine outside of the game. It was pretty good. I mean, but it got annoying after so many times waking up saying, hey, I'm going to play this game to find a message saying, hey, we dumped everything. Um, you got to start yeah. over. Yeah, they don't really like if you leave auto updates on. It's not like they give you an option to just skip a version, and you don't even know that every single version there's going to be a dump. It's not like it's you know you got to go through read the change logs and be like, oh, they're changing everything, and my saves are going to be dumped. See, Starbound, I like. I really like Starbound, but my problem with Starbound is that it got too complicated. Just like, like just like some other games, like it was it was fun. The mechanics were fun at the beginning, but then it just seemed to get more and more complicated it's it's almost the point like no man's sky is starting to get that way and i'm starting to get a little frustrated there because i really love no man's sky but it's starting to get to the point where they're adding in so many layers of things to do it's getting complicated it's like i don't know if i want to keep like keep learning that curve i know for you know a lot of people it's it's fun and it keeps it fresh and interesting but as i said i'm old yeah to the point where the one thing, though, on the Starbound side that I did end up missing in the current build that they don't have anymore, uh, at least support-wise they don't have anymore, were the Bounce Laser Drills. They oh, were freaking amazing. You could oh, strip yeah, an entire planet just dumping a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even, yeah, I don't even remember those. But I yeah, never got as that long far. as uh, V Rising doesn't get to a point of where it gets uh, ridiculous builds and ridiculously complicated, I'm I'm cool with the way it's going right now. Yeah, I dig it. I definitely dig it. I I just don't want to see like you know you have to farm super hard just to do one simple thing. Well, it's like that's that's a thing. That's the thing that I was noticing is that, like, as you go and you progress, the the end of the bosses get harder. 
Like, and even the, the general enemies and then elites start showing up. They, like, things get more difficult. And if you play carefully, you're fine. But if you play super cavalier and just kind of charge in, you can get wrecked pretty quick and you've got to go. Fi- so the good part is, is that your equipment, you don't lose if you die. Your resources, you lose if you die. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. It's just I don't want to have to, uh, say, spend 20 hours farming just to upgrade to a new item or what have you. Like in some games, um, like, you know, the Task Hog, that's now Destiny 2. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love Destiny 2. I do, too. there's There's just so much in it now. Like, it's... It's a job. Like, when it becomes a job to play a game, games are supposed to be fun. And when it becomes a job to play a game, like, to stay relevant, you literally have to play every day. Yeah. So I, I spent I spent the 80 bucks on The Witch King and all the, all the fixings with it, and I think I've beaten the main storyline once. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm the same way with uh, Guild Wars 2. I got into it when it first dropped computer died came back tried to come into it they changed so much with it it was like okay it's it's like you said it becomes a job and i tried to stick with it and the same thing with freaking uh black desert holy shit that is a freaking job i don't know how co does it Uh, dude it's because he's single he lives alone. He's got nothing else other than work, and he he literally can just spend whatever day, whatever time he's not f- at work or physically working, just playing a video game. That's that's the bonus that he has. Well, good on him, man. I mean, I I wish I was able to do some of the shit that he can do in games, but like, yeah, well, I, mean, I don't just, have that time to dump in. Exactly, that's the thing, you know, and it's it's. It's just like that. It's just like that. That eight-year-old who just gets home from school and plays COD all day long, just wrecks your face, and then laughs at you. And you're like, "Yeah, okay, well, whatever. I'm holding down a job and I'm paying for a house and I'm driving a nice car and I just ate filet mignon. Like, what did your mom make you?" <laughs> I mean, I just hold on to that argument of, "Hey, kid, I've been playing games." Since before you were nuts in your mama's drawers. Right. Back off. Right. Feel yeah. free to call me an uncle fucker if you like. Yeah. I much prefer when you call me a motherfucker. But I mean I'll settle for an uncle. I don't care. I'm not I'm not prejudiced. I mean yeah. you did pay twenty bucks, so hey. Twenty, 20 bucks, bucks is twenty bucks. bucks. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I uh, I'm curious to see where V Rising goes. It uh, it's got a great start. It's still in early access, um, so they've got a bunch of funding. Uh, since they've already got a DLC pack released, my assumption is is that they're going to continue down that trend and release more DLC packs, which is a little disappointing. I kind I really would love, I would love more companies to go down the route of Hello Games. I I, I feel in my bones. That that's the proper way of doing it, you know. If you want to make a game, you you make it. If you want to release more content for it, you you release it like the old school way, you know, um, you know, the old Sierra way, where you downloaded a patch and it added some extra content. You didn't pay for it. They just hey, we found this problem. Um, here's the disc. Go install it, and you're good to go. That'd be nice. I like the idea, like uh, what um, Elder Scrolls did with the later games of, hey, you're done with the main part. Um, here's here's uh, some DLC uh, with another like 12 hours of gameplay or whatever. Like uh, with Morrowind when they did uh, uh, the uh, Frozen, the Cold North or whatever it was and uh, Blood Moon and all that. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm on the fence about, like, I understand DLC. I understand the concept behind it. You're paying for more work. And when it's a big enough pack, I'm okay with that. But, again, I take a look at Hello Games. They've released a lot of content. And they haven't charged anybody adding extra. 
I mean, granted, that's also is probably why. Th- I mean, yeah. seriously, if if a company can be so upfront and proper to their um, fan base to say, hey, you know what? This is on us. Here you go. You already paid in. That's yeah. great. It also could be why their game is still selling at full price. True. Like, it'll go on sale, and you can pick it up on sale, but, like, right now, it's still, I think, fifty nine ninety nine. Like, wherever you go to search for it. And all the major retailers, I should say. It's fifty nine ninety nine. Might be different for console. I don't know. Maybe PlayStation 4 or Xbox has got it differently. At least all the digital places that you can get it, it's full price. But there's another thing, like, everything is going digital now. Like, it's it's hard to get a hold of some physical games. Yeah, as well as the fact that um, I read a thing not too long ago about uh, Xbox potentially not coming out with a next-gen console and just being online or something like that. Oh, they're cloud gaming. I mean, yeah. it's a thing. St- Google's still doing it. I mean, st- I'm not going to say Stadia's going strong, but Stadia's still going. So it's something. Um, I was actually talking to, dude, do you remember Lloyd Van Set? Yeah. I was talking to him the other day and he was talking, he was, uh, I think he's been playing, it's a, a Call of Duty mobile game. I forget exactly what it's called, but he's playing some sort of Call of Duty mobile game. And he said that he wants to get into PC gaming a bit more, but he's got to wait, save up, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I had said, well, hey, have you tried NVIDIA GeForce now? He's like, no, what's that? And I explained to him, you know, hey, it's just basically whatever's in your Steam library, you can play. You just, if you can either pay for the service or you can not pay for it and get an hour's worth of gameplay out of each of it, uh, or you can pay for it and play forever long you want and he's like ah i said so i mean a person who's interested in getting into the gaming scene and doing recordings and all that stuff knew nothing about it which is interesting to me because i would think that cloud gaming has made a much bigger impact or i would have thought it made a much bigger impact but it seems it really hasn't right i mean you have things like uh you know, the Steam link where you can use that as well uh, for some cloud gaming. I was doing it um, in some places remotely, and it was decent. As long as it wasn't a high-resource game, it was fine. Yeah, and it works great inside your house. So yeah. like if you're doing Steam link inside your house, it works. I do it all the time. I love it. It's fantastic. But like Stadia... Um, Stadia, Google, or uh, Microsoft Cloud Gaming. Um, I think even PlayStation or Sony's going down that route, looking into yeah. a cloud gaming thing as well. Uh, I mean, cl- Luna is uh, is gearing up for that as well. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, Alexa, yeah, Amazon. I mean, it's all. It, it, if you think about it, it's like it's a no brainer. Like if you. Like network connections now are getting so fast and so abundantly easy to get your hands on. Why not? Like, why would you not go cloud gaming? What you know, you can right. for the enthusiasts, like, okay, there's the the top people, you know, the the Coes, the Damox, who are like, I you know, the vintages who I need to have hundred and sixty frames at you know, 4K. You know, I, I need to have a 1440p that's able to push 144 frames a second. It's like, well, okay. I mean, it looks pretty. It's cool. But, I mean, shit, I used to play games that were five frames a second, and I was happy to play them. Right. Same here. All I care is that I enjoy the game. Yeah, exactly. That's it. 100%. It doesn't like, need to be super high resolution. I mean, sure, I was chasing the Joneses for a while. That's the only reason I ended up getting a 4K monitor outside of the one that I had did break, but I would have gone cheaper, but I didn't. 
I got a 4K monitor because I liked having the extra real estate for for working. I mean, I've I tried using it for uh, for gaming, and it was okay for gaming. It looked pretty. Like I'll admit, it it looked really pretty. The lines were a lot cleaner. Um, I, I mean, I could turn anti-aliasing off almost 100, percent and didn't and, and nothing really was affected. But it was just one of those like, okay, I'm running I'm running a game at 60 frames 4K. Okay, right. I mean, it looks good. But I'm perfectly fine with 1080p at 30 frames most of the time. Like if I get, and I guess I'm one of the, I guess I'm one of the, the weird ones. I guess I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not the majority. Like 30 frames a second, perfectly fine for me. But I'm not. Also, admittedly, I'm not very competitive with gaming. I'm not either. So I mean, like I don't need to have the best of everything. I'm not playing competitive games. I don't need, you know, I don't have that. I don't, I don't play them anymore. I used to play them all the time, but I just, I don't really play them anymore. Like I'll play Apex Legends with people I know and just tool around, but I'm not, I'm not playing sweats. And like I'm not. If I lose, I lose. If I lose ten in a row, I lose ten in a row. You know, it's just whatever. One thing I will say though is, ever since I got the 4K, it's looked better when i play movies than games oh yeah oh yeah 4k movies do look pretty like really pretty um and my games when i decide to say switch to one of my newer uh lg oled uh monitors Mm mm-hmm I, I actually like the games on those opposed to the 4K. Well, yeah, OLED though is looks beautiful. Like just it's it's got such crisp blacks. It's got really great video. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like it. Like I I can I'm okay. Like if you got a good 4K monitor, like <clears> don't <throat> don't get me wrong. If you've got a good 1440p, you got a good 4K monitor. Whatever. I mean, if it's if it looks good, it looks good. Um. But I guess I, I just don't, I don't need, I don't need a hundred, like I've got a 144 hertz monitor and to be perfectly honest, a majority of the time it's off. Like I'm playing a uh, 30 or 60 frames a second on my steam link in my front room and it's not even outputting to this monitor. It's outputting to the 60 frame LG POS monitor that I have up top. And I just use that because if it looks, it, it looks, I mean, if it looks okay, it looks okay. I don't, I don't need it to be crazy. Right. But. Well, unfortunately, I've got to cut this episode a little bit short because I just had a call from work and I got to go take it. So I apologize. But where can people find you at Zyber? Well, you can find me uh, tooling around on the GNA Discord, uh, my Instagram. I'm posting stuff to that. I should have some new stuff posted uh, shortly. Not game related, but reptile related. But yeah. Um, other than that, there's my uh, Twitter when I'm not banned. And that's about it. Rock on. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Ustream. Twitch, uh, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, geez, just I'm everywhere. If I'm not there, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up there as well. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know so they can find us. You can find us on Podcast Attic, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTunes, Your Listen, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast, uh, Spreaker. Uh, my listen Spotify iHeartRadio YouTube we have them uploaded to our YouTube channel as well you can check them all out there uh, we're partnered with Humble Bundle Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a twist you have a time you buy a bundle of games you also donate to charity simultaneously if you go over there and check them out uh, put a question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link that'll let them know we sent you if you get a slider put it all the way down to zero we don't want your money we just want to let them know that we sent you there we have we're gonna actually i think we're gonna try to start up horror movie night again i think that's actually gonna be a thing we're gonna do some some old school slasher films some uh some old school horror some you know not not necessarily bad horror but just 
just some horror. You know, just some some good old fashioned horror films. Just some classic something. All right. Oh. Speaking of horror, hmm. real quick. This past weekend, the wife and I had wine and movies for early uh, anniversary celebration. Yeah, yeah. Um, dash cam was freaking amazing. Oh, I really it enjoyed it. I'm about to check it so out. So, if you like like those uh, type of movies that are filmed in the style of first person kind of thing, like Cloverfield and such, film footage style. Yeah, footage style. Yep, Blair Witch. Um, yeah, nice. Paranormal activity, shit like that. It'll scratch that itch. It was really good. We'll I'll have to take that under recommendation and check it out. I'm always looking for a good horror movie. Where can you watch it on? Um, I got it on Voodoo. Okay, cool. Easy peasy. I have Voodoo. Um, what else did I forget? Uh, I'm a bundle. Where you can find me at? Horror movie night. I don't know. I probably forget something. But, uh, yeah. Go check it out. Well, thanks for joining me, man. Have a Absolutely, great night. Absolutely, brother. You as well.